this this morning I found myself in a bit of a predicament not because normally I am not a morning person I don't necessarily wake up and feel the grand rising better yet a good morning to the bud who ended the day the prior night last night however I meditated for so long that my legs fell off I proceeded to breathe in this idea of bliss this idea of faint nothingness and I found it quite interesting that although my legs had proceeded on and carried on with their way with this universe away from me I didn't know if I cared or not Now, when I proceeded to breathe and see my legs leave, I said, I am but a tree. I am but a tree and like season over season, I'll breathe into the next season. And there again, there will be a branch which grows and a leaf to loathe because as a human we grow so I went to bed with this idea of impermanence of what we are what we have and I didn't really know what the morning was going to bring you know sometimes we hear people say grand rising typically it's good morning Good morning in a sense that if you look back in time, I mean, I'm talking about hunter-gatherer days when through the night we were hunted and gathered, but we also did the majority of the hunting and gathering for our resources, that is food, clothing or whatnot. And we got this from different resources like animals and plants. But a good morning was more so of good morning because not everyone made it through the night so you had to have some sense of good through the morning this was the morning the next day when we would realize those who we fell asleep next to their souls may have carried on carried on into bliss carried on into well the cycle of life the contrary to breathing transitioning from what is just natural nothing's natural about well let me take this a step back because I am getting ahead of myself nothing is so much as natural as a cause but what's natural about natural causes is that it's just a cycle 
So when we do a good morning, we remember those who will not be carrying on the good. The good is the breath. So when I had awakened, it was a grand rising because I was able to rise. Nonetheless, not those who died, but rest their souls, their fight is over. What were they fighting? Well, I don't know who died, depends. So when I woke up and found that my legs were still gone, I said, God damn, where'd they go? <laughs> right? Shit. Well. It's interesting to think back and understand certain episodes of life and sometimes they bring you back. I had a time in my life where I didn't like it. The time before that, I liked it. Let me just speak a little bit more. A little bit more clear. I had an episode in life where I didn't really like where things were going, especially where things had ended up. But I had to kind of think back, and this is me today talking in hindsight, 2020. Because when I look back, the prior episodes make every bit of sense into why I was going through what I was going through. And if I had to be specific, I will be specific because I'm closest to the Pacific, the body of water. Hey, yo, do you know there was like 13, it was hella earthquakes like this past two weeks. Shout out to everybody in Turkey who, uh, It's just like not doing well because of that. I got friends in Istanbul and I hit them up. Istanbul didn't really get affected that I know of, but there's been a lot of earthly shakings. I remember back in 2019. Well, let me go back to 2018 when I had experienced this kind of adrenaline rush of a new journey in life that was unfolding in my imagination quite rapidly, meaning I would think about this before and after work. I would think about it before I went to bed. And eventually I told myself that I would pursue this journey. This journey is taking on my vocation, my calling of writing full time. So I left a job that would or was paying me in the 1% of, I wouldn't even say 0.5% of what black males are making, but I was making pretty good money. And it was often kind of weird being in places like, and I never really boasted about how much money I made until I quit that job and realized, damn, I was making a lot of money. Now I ain't making no money. But the point is, is that during that fall 2018, winter 2019 season or episode of my life, it was pretty much a ego boost. It was a, I wouldn't say ego death necessarily yet. However, what I was able to do with all the money I made, I was able to transcend my self 
my identity to this calling of writing and really putting forth my passion and energy toward that. And this brought about a lot of anxiety. This brought about a lot of fear. How can I sustain it? Who's going to think of me differently? Who's going to think of me, think of me as weird? And as time went on, I gravely held on to this identity of this freelance writer, author, and it was, it was fearful. And as the year, as 2019 went on, and this is after I told everyone I'm releasing my first book and I'm going to do all this, that in a bag of your favorite potato chips, which I did not do. I did release a book, however. This wasn't the book that I planned to release. Fall and winter, we'll say fall 2019, winter 2020, was the complete opposite of fall 2018 and winter 2019. Because this ego boost, this enlightenment, not enlightenment in terms of like spiritual enlightenment, but something about when you are in a new stage of life, there's this kind of, it's like being on vacation every day. I call it field trip syndrome when every day something new is going to happen. And for me at that time, it was, I'm, I'm talking about spring 2019 here. For me, it was more like I'm going to release this book and everybody's going to look at me differently as they weren't already because I'm weird. But for me, it was more so Terrell, but has been transcended because he's finally come out about his calling, about his vocation. He's a writer. He's an author. Fucking great. Good for you, nigga. But fast forward to fall 2019, winter 2020. That was the complete opposite of what was happening a year before because I had gone broke. I had not released the book I said I was going to release, but it was quite humbling in a sense that it actually took four years to realize that that ego boost, what I was going through winter 2019 and fall 2018 was kind of this blooming of a new me that would be able to handle the hell I went to, I'd went through in fall 2019 and winter 2020. And then COVID happened. And I've said this many times before, but I was already dealing with kind of this lonely artistic feeling. And that was in my own bubble, in my own world. I never really knew what to do about it because I had brought this on myself and nobody would ever understand what I was going through, including a breakup. And the ego boost had turned into the ego death and that I was no longer this, I wouldn't say arrogant, cocky writer, author, but more so a, now I have to operate off purely art, off pure passion, Terrell, bud. Why are you struggling? Well, because this is my passion I'm struggling for. This is my transcend transcendence. This is kind of my 
rite of passage. <laughs> this is my rite of passage into the world of an author. And you must prove to yourself through a test that you gave yourself that you're worthy of it because no one gives a fuck. And that is that is the hardcore truth of doing or putting your all in heart into a vocation that no one really supports you on except for my mom and maybe a handful of friends. But no one no one's rooting for me so the season that I had kind of boasted about this vocation and or calling of mine was kind of this grandoise did I say that word right it was kind of this idea of preparation for the struggle I would go through from the middle of 2019 to I don't know a couple of years doesn't matter how long maybe I'm still struggling and don't even know it but I don't know if I would consider myself struggling considering what I've accomplished in the past three two years boy was that just an ego boost right there read about me motherfuckers I ain't shit But it wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have made a difference. Maybe it would have made a difference. Because I really think that had I had my legs last night, would I have walked a better path? 2019 let me think about that for a second let me see if it matters nah it doesn't matter because post leg day anxiety is a motherfucker has anybody ever had post leg day anxiety where like you're sore and tired I mean it's a lot of muscle down there thighs quads (laughs) I'm talking squats till you can't walk out the gym. Of course, my gym is upstairs right by my loft bedroom. So all I'm doing is walking down these steps. I'm not really going too far. But hey, I'm a 80s baby living a 70s dream. Because I didn't really grow up too much with social media or whatnot. I grew up on the World Book Encyclopedia. And that's where I learned about Antarctica. You know, Antarctica is a place that's on the edge of the world. For all you flat earthers out there, just think about that for a second. No matter what direction you go, you'll always reach an ice wall. Because if you get to the other side, then guess what? You will be on the other side. Antarctica. I'm 
still trying to figure out how I got here without my legs. I guess I'll have to ask the snake on my foot. This is Bud Talks Podcast, episode 403. Good morning, good evening, good night. Oh yeah, don't forget to check out vehicledigest.net where you can get a scope on Bud's books from an eye between my haiku to Rigel, listen to my tree grow, and amuse and tunes all on Amazon.com under Bud Hansen. Writer, poet, and world traveling extraordinaire. Guess where I'm going next, y'all? <laughs> Well, that is if I can get my legs back. But again, I got to go because there's a snake on my foot. Good morning. Good evening. Good night. Bye bye.